0: today's episode is brought to you by path 11 tv inspiring entertainment for the spiritually curious with a path 11 tv membership you get instant access to over 100 hours of exclusive video content that explores consciousness healing and life after death Also with the PATH11 TV membership, you can attend our monthly events and live streams free. In the past few months, we've already had Medium readings with Drew Cali and Suzanne Northrup, along with a numerology session with Nicene Siegel, and Chinese face readings with Marla Goldberg. Join us for our next event July 21st for another gallery reading, this time with Medium, Mark Schmidt. You can start your PATH11 TV membership for just $9.99 a month, or get two months free by getting an annual membership. Podcast listeners can save even more by using coupon code PODCAST30. This will take 30% off making your first year only $70. That's only 20 cents a day. Don't hesitate because this offer is only good for a limited time. All membership plans have a seven day free trial. So start streaming with your membership to PATH11TV today by visiting PATH11TV.com and start satisfying your spiritual curiosity with our exclusive library of inspiring entertainment. Now let's get to today's show. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the PATH11 Podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 Podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading-edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on Earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. I am very excited to actually be talking about somebody that isn't an author. There's no book that I had to read for this podcast. And for those of you who are podcasters, I'm going to let you know how I met our guest today. And her name is Davina Zarnigian. And I actually found her through Audrey. Audrey is a platform of podcasters, and I basically have been reaching out to other podcasters to see if I can come onto their podcasts and share um, share with them my story, what Path Eleven TV is all about, and then I am inviting them on the Path Eleven podcast. So we are all in this field together, doing the same thing, trying to get the word out about spirituality. And Davina has a podcast called Divine Healing. So I highly recommend if you're looking for a new podcast and along the same lines of spirituality and healing, this is another one to add to your list. So Davina, welcome to the Path 11 podcast. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Now, you are also a healer yourself. So we have a couple of things um, in common. And you were introduced to a healer by the name of Sarit Shayer <laughs> from Israel. And this person was the first person to perform Reiki on you. And then that inspired you, it sounds like, to just take off in your own healing practice. You know, you have studied with a bunch of different people doing a bunch of different things and you have your podcast here. So, yeah. So why don't you give me a little little bit more information about you? When I came on your podcast, I was just talking (laughs) all about myself. So I'd love to hear what your story is and how you got into this healing profession and podcasting as well.
1: Sure. So I'm going to start from my childhood. I was always labeled a very sensitive girl. It wasn't really something that was encouraged for me to be. I was always told that I had to have just more confidence and had to be stronger and that I shouldn't let things get to me. And I never understood why I just felt so deeply. So it wasn't until maybe college where I got sick, a little bit sick, but nothing too serious. It just, I felt like something shifted in a way. I started to see a lot of healers. And the first one was Surit. I was introduced by a friend of mine who was Orthodox Jewish. And when an Orthodox Jewish person in your community says, hey, you should go see this person, you know, it's very legitimate. You know, it's very like super kosher. There's nothing wrong with it because there's kind of the stigma in the community that, you know, we cannot see healers or like witches or psychics or coffee cup. It's just, it's not, it's very discouraged. So I felt confident going to her knowing that my friend who's religious goes to her and loves her and the community, there is a certain community that loves to go see her. So at the time I was kind of struggling with like where I'm going with my career, like what's my job going to be. I was like very fresh out of college and I was dealing with a lot of like weird pains in my body. And one specific one was on top of my right ankle. I never hit it against anything. I didn't pull anything. I just it was this strange pain on the top of my foot. So I go to her and as I'm like waiting to see her, I see a lot of women coming out of the room with maybe like printouts of pictures of like wombs and babies. And I'm like, OK, so people go to her to help with fertility. Like I was keeping an open mind. I was like, OK, let's see if she can help me. And I walked in and she has this like beautiful tray of crystals out. And I never really was into crystals also until I met her. And she told me to pick anything that was like resonating with me. So I picked five. And then she looks at me, she goes, do you know how I know that you're sane? I'm like, okay, how? (laughs) You picked five crystals. That's a perfect hand. So when someone picks more than five, I know that there's things that they need to work on and they're all over the place. They're kind of dealing with mental illness or mental issues. So I was like, oh, thank God. And then she basically talked about how each crystal was meant for something that either I lacked, I had too much of, it all had some kind of reasoning. So she sat me down. She really didn't talk to me that much, but she starts closing her eyes and she hovers her hands over my body and she goes, what's going on with you and your dad right now? And I looked at her and I was like, not a lot of people knew it at that, that time, but I wanted to work with my dad and he wasn't letting. Me. It's like, I want better things for you. This is not your field. You didn't study this. Why do you want to join the family business? And I was feeling rejected I felt really hurt. So what she did was as she was hovering over my foot, I told her my pain's there. She goes, you're carrying on some situation or scene from when you were five years old and it's manifesting in your foot. So when your dad told you, hey, I don't want you to work with me, you're going back. Your body is basically going back to that memory of when your dad wasn't accepting you or like accepting something you had to say. The situation was that He had someone who works for him who was a little bit, you know, inappropriate, a little bit too comfortable with me as a kid. And when I told my dad to protect me, my dad was like, you're just so cute. He can't help himself. So that was like the thing that I carried with me and it manifested into my foot. So after she works on me, I never had that pain anymore. Thank God. It's like going on six years. It never came back. And I had this urge to really learn Reiki and help people with it because I said, I'm not leaving this room. The same person that i did when i walked in and i was like i'm uh, i'm a healer so i have to do this so that's how it really started
0: wow what an amazing story and you know it is it's moments like that in our life when you have such a strong experience that you can't kind of explain it away sometimes it doesn't even make sense but you just know in your heart that this is exactly what you need to do or you have to figure out what is this And yeah. similar to my first reiki experience too, when I met this woman and was put on the table and I healed things in that like hour and a half session that I couldn't even heal in clinical therapy. And I was like, what is this? I need to learn it. I need to do it. (laughs)
1: Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Changed forever. That's it. Done. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's it. That's all she wrote. So, what Duh. was before this
0: experience? What do you did you carry a religious upbringing, or did you have a certain belief system, or do you still have that today, combined with what you're doing with Reiki and and stuff like that?
1: Great question. I love to talk about this because I grew up in a very conservative Jewish household. I keep kosher meat, and I don't eat shellfish because I was taught that you no know, animals carry certain energy. And as I'm becoming more and more like involved in my Reiki practice, I actually, my body is rejecting meat and I cannot handle it anymore, the more spiritual I become. But I was taught that like kosher meat is better for you, like not to have shellfish. I grew up around a lot of very spiritual women on both sides. Like as a child, I would go to, my grandma had this cousin who was more like her sister. And I have these memories of going over to her house and she would be giving my mom and my aunt like coffee cup readings and it would be so fun. It'd be this like bonding experience. So it wasn't taboo for me, but if I was to go and like talk to other people in the community about it, they'd be like, that's what trap, that's this, that's that. But I always like grew up with like a healthy understanding that, you know, there are such things as ghosts. There are men and women that can see things that we cannot see i appreciate them i respect them so much because it's not easy i've I've dealt with my own things as well and thank god i have it under control where it's like not making me look sick to my stomach because there was this point where i started doing reiki and then i just started to get so many downloads of things that would overwhelm me. Like, why am I seeing these things? Like, what do they mean? Like, how do I tell this person this and this will happen to them? I couldn't. And it, w- it was terrible. But like, as I've gotten older and I've worked with different healers and also I've spoken to plenty of therapists and doctors for my podcast, I've been able to control like what I see, how to deal with it, just accept it and just let things fall naturally, let things progress the way they should be.
0: Yeah. So let's just go back just in case people don't even know what kosher food is. I I was part of where I grew up. There was a very strong Hasidic Jewish community that would come up in the summertime to upstate New York. So my grandmother was friends with them. They would rent from her in the summertime. And I remember when I was younger, I was like, what does kosher mean? You know, my grandmother had to like explain it to me. But now you know, being the healer that I am. And it's like, I understand this on a totally different level and why it makes so much sense. So can you
1: just educate our listeners? Simply, it's that the animal was slaughtered in a way very quickly that I didn't feel any pain. It didn't suffer. And kosher meat is uh, salted way more. So people say that, oh, kosher meat is so salty. It's to extract the blood. So there's no blood left because blood is terrible for you to have. I've heard stories and read stories of, like, for example, women who had blood sausage cravings and their child like sadly at like three four years old develops cancer and leukemia just like blood cancer how like cancerous it is like being kosher it's more for your health in a way it's more protecting your health not having anything that can really (laughs) damage your soul in a way as well like it it keeps your soul clean not mixing because you never want to have like the mother's milk with the meat it's just having meat in like a humane way
0: yeah and isn't kosher
1: food blessed by a rabbi as well it's also blessed there's a lot of controversy about this as well because they say that it's like a business and that like if one rabbi says it's kosher another one can say it's not there is some truth to it. I mean, I also interviewed this great healer and doctor who said that there's no such thing as kosher food anymore, that we should all just go vegan, that it's just all a business and it's not real and it's an mm-hmm. illusion. So there's a lot of controversy on rabbis and blessing the food and but I feel like there's a difference and I've seen how people also see how there's a difference once they start like they switch they're like wow i mean i'm not as bloated um i feel like i can eat more and not feel sick and it just it tastes better
0: like, that's cool <laughs> and and part of it is i guess you could if there's such a word as humane slaughtering and then, like you said it's like it's done in a way that is quick where the quick. animal isn't feeling fear that fear isn't put into the meat of their body of their flesh that you're consuming. So, all right, yeah, interesting. The good thing when you're trained in Reiki is that you can bless your own food.
1: <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, it's just where you can bless everything. I bless I've blessed tons of things. I mean, I unfortunately I've been to many funerals lately. I always like bless the grave and objects and money and when I go to fairs and sell my products, I always bless I always just like hover on my products and maybe even Sage or Palo Santo it. And I always feel like there's a difference.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel it too. I, I'm really that. So what did you go to school for? What did you go to college for? And, you know, now you're kind of doing this.
1: So ha- is it similar? <laughs> it's weird. It's totally weird. different. <laughs> it's like totally, so growing up, I was always obsessed with books and reading and English. And I just loved spelling, anything that had to do with English. So I'm also like, really avid reader i can read so much so i always thought that being an english major was such like such a great major that i could be, i could do literally anything in a way to me it's like psychology and like business kind of tied together and i feel like it's really helped me in my business to be an english major and also just to be able to communicate with my clients like how i, I can say things without offending them and i can articulate things that I don't ever want to cross the boundary. Like, I'm a coach and I'm a healer. I'm not like your doctor or your therapist. And I think that really comes in handy to that, that I'm able to say something and they're not like, oh, wow, like she psychoanalyzed me. It's more like she helped, she coached me, she helped me see something that I didn't see. So when it comes to communicating, I think my English background really helped me. And I also minored in women's studies, which I think was super. Just like interesting. And I think it's like a great minor to have for like cocktail parties because I have so much like information on like body language and like how to read people. And I think that really helped me in also my practice. But I went to Pace in New York City for it. And it was a great school. I really loved it. I don't think you need to, for example, go to school for like mental health just to be a Reiki healer. I think you can really do anything and connect it
0: hmm. Awesome. Great. So tell me a little bit more about the inspiration behind the Divine Healing Podcast, because, <laughs> you know, I wanted to give that as a resource and, you know, you have some great guests on there and, you know, it can just open up other people that I've never heard of or have talked to. And, you know, every podcaster kind of has their own style and the people that they're curious to bring on their show. So how did Divine Healing get started?
1: So I let people come to me. I'm a projector, so I'm very into like just having people come to me. I think that it's just like very cosmic. And it actually got started because I was discussing it with the guy that I was seeing at the time and I'm still seeing at the time. But then he was like, he really encouraged me to do it. He said like, cause it started during COVID, said, if you don't do it now, when are you gonna do it? And I was a little scared because just about like, you know, the gossip and the chit chat of the community. Like, what is she doing interviewing these people? Is she really practicing like what she talks about with these people? Like I get really dark and I get really heavy with my guests and it's only going to get darker and heavier. And I'm, I'm embracing all the talk that I'm going to get, but I basically talk to anybody who I want to learn something from. I also want to talk to people that do not believe in what they do because there are a lot of things that I don't believe in. I love to have a lot of different tarot card readers on because that's a practice that I never connected to. And I feel like it helps me open up to it in a way because at the end of the day, I always think that tarot readers are basically hiding their clairvoyant abilities and trying to manifest it and put in like a more accessible mainstream way that so people don't judge them. So I like to have them on just to have like this different input and just kind of, you know, help me get comfortable in their space. Yeah, I have an upcoming episode with a witch, which it's going to be that (laughs) it's we're going to get really deep into like what's white and black magic. I had a shaman on and that's also going to be very heavy. We're going to talk about hexes and curses. So I like to talk about stuff that no one really likes to talk about or scared to talk about. If it's scary or more taboo, like I like to talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And is there any guests that you had on
0: that, you know, like you said, you, you didn't necessarily believe in what they did, but after you talked to them and understood a little bit more, was there something that you were more open to after you had a guest on?
1: I did. So I never heard of Totem a- Animal Wheels or Energy Wheels. And I thought, like, how could different animals spin this type of energy that could help ship things in our life? So I really enjoyed the episode that I did just speaking to this reverend. And I just thought he was wonderful and so soft spoken and just like such a ray of light. So I said, like, you know what? Hey, I'm struggling with this. Let's run a wheel. Like, I want to try this. I tried it. Um. He gave it to me. I still was a little bit like, is this real? I don't know. He said, it'll take this many days to shift. And I did see a shift, like slowly. He also gave me tips. He's like, okay, whenever. So the wheel that I ran was for money. I was like, I want to be more successful with money. I want to make more money. Let's try that. Doesn't hurt. So he gave me tips on what to do when I receive money. He gave me like a special oil to rub my money with. And I've seen a difference and that made me a believer. So I'm very into just discovering new healing modalities that I would probably never do or <laughs> accept because I feel like when I try it, I'm going to believe it.
0: Yeah, I think it's really great that you're challenging your belief systems, too. You know, like you said, it sounds like you came up in pretty a very strict way of of living, you know, with religion and belief and you know, to really face that and kind of being like that open minded skeptic and saying, OK, I really don't know if I believe in what you're doing. No. I'm going to have you on my podcast and I'm going to stay open minded about it. And, and I think that's wonderful because I've learned along the way, you know, when I made our documentaries that I had a lot of belief systems that mm. came from early childhood and that my belief systems were kind of keeping me stuck that, you know, one of my teachers says, you don't win anything for believing anything. You can believe whatever you want. You know, you have to go and find out for yourself and really experience it. So my belief systems kind of really got blown out of the water. I was like, oh, now what do I believe? You know, my belief systems made me feel really safe. You know, it's like, okay, this is what I believe and I know what's going to happen. I'm done. I'm good. And (laughs) so, yeah, I found that belief systems can be very restricting. And yeah, so I'm kind of doing the same thing that you're doing, and you know, oh. finding people to talk to. So, yeah, I'm so glad that I that we met, that we connected. Me we kind of almost have like similar bracelets on too. I was looking at your your bracelet. Yeah, it's my
1: it's, just yeah. Me. it's the same. Yep, it is <laughs> Virgo. It's the Virgo uh, birthstone, and I. I didn't even know.
0: Oh, really? I didn't know that either. And I think I have some Virgo in my chart, but I just love this color combination. So
1: me too. It's so like
0: clean and chic I don't know doesn't it yes I agree I mean I had a great time being on your podcast I know mine is going to be out um, in a little while I'll share that with my fans once it's out but I'd like you guys to head on over and download it divine healing and you do your podcast
1: through anchor fm right uh-huh. it's divine healing by d on spotify anchor apple everywhere podcasts are Great, wonderful, and any if people wanted to like work with you at all, or w- how could people get a hold of you that way? So you can DM me on Instagram, Divine Healing by D, or you can also email me at divinehealingbyd at gmail, and my website is divinehealingbyd.com. dot com. Okay, great, and we'll put all those in the show notes. Yeah.
0: all right, Davina, so nice to speak with you again. Thanks so much for being. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Yes. And good luck uh, with you and your podcast. And I hope it brings a lot of success to your life. Likewise. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review the Path 11 podcast in Spotify, Apple podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, this podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Path 11 TV. Visit path11tv.com to start a seven-day free trial and start streaming over 100 hours of exclusive video content on consciousness, healing, and life after death. That's path11tv.com and be sure to use coupon code podcast30 to take 30% off your annual membership. Start satisfying your spiritual curiosity with a membership to Path 11 TV today. Bye for now.